challenging men to be great men. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. I want to tell you a story in this podcast, and then I want to make a suggestion to you, especially to those of you who are fathers. I received an email recently that followed an event I did in California. I'm going to change the names and the circumstances of the story I'm about to tell you because it's not really my story to tell in detail, but I know I have permission to tell you the story broadly. I spoke at an event in California, and the assigned topic for me was that I would lead men in blessing their sons. Those who were in the room with their sons, and then, of course, those who might get the recording later, would bless their sons. So I did an entire talk for about an hour late in an afternoon during a men's conference about men blessing their sons. Now, let me tell you what this means, basically, if you're not familiar with it. Uh, Blessing is not just making the sign of the cross over someone. Uh, It's not just speaking a single sentence of, go forth and conquer, you know, that kind of thing. Um, Biblically, a blessing is to confer and call out good things from someone's life. You speak the words in a Christian context of Scripture. Uh, You speak good intentions. You identify what you see in that individual's life. You know, you are very gifted for so-and-so, Bob, and I just just want to confer upon you grace and, 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 and call out that special gift I see in your life, that kind of thing. Um, you bless them with things that you know are meant to be theirs, things that God intends, things that, things that Scripture promises, uh, things that you see in their lives. Um, and then you just pray slash bless with good things. Um, it's, it's not magic. It's not some kind of incantation. Uh, it is a conferring of a generational connection, a generational launch, a generational intention for good. And in a Christian context, again, I want to say as I often say, I know many of you guys, some of you guys anyway, who listen to this podcast aren't Christians. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're so welcome to be here. But from time to time, I'll dip into my Christian experience and, and speak just distinctly as a Christian. So just walk with me. But Uh, A blessing is the conveying through the authority of a father or parents uh, to that next generation of good things God intends, good things that are evident in the life of the individual, um, the wishes, the hopes, the prayers of the parents, um, and then things like protection and what have you that, that are the desire of all of us for each other, you know, when we have good intentions for each other. So I led this session. It went very well. I'm guessing there were, you know, 10,000 guys at this thing. I think it was five to 10,000. Great big arena in California. <clears throat> I got this email recently that apparently there was a young man there whose father was not present. And so this young man uh, took the recording of what I had said, uh, sent it to his father, told him of his desire for his father's blessing, told him of uh, what this would mean. And the two had very meaningful conversations. Um, I think there was a conveyance of blessing. I think there was a healing of of the relationship. Uh, it, it was very sweet the way it was described to me, and I'm not going to go into details. And they had a series of conversations, actually. It was the best their relationship had ever been. It was wonderful. Uh, I think the son had simply recorded this on his iPhone. It was no big—it wasn't any great recording, actually. Um, cause I listened, I listened to what he sent to his father and I could hear myself echoing in the background, so to speak in this great big arena. Well, 
what happened was that after this breakthrough, after this wonderful time between this father and son who shall remain nameless in my storytelling here, the son went off to a hiking trip the next day. And somehow, I don't know all of the exact details, but somehow a dam was released. The sun was washed away. Uh, Not before, by the way, he could push a girl who was amongst the hikers out of the way, saving her life. He then was washed away with this dam water that was released. And sadly, his body was discovered six days later. Now, you can imagine that when I got this, I was just so moved um, because, yes, I I was a little tiny, tiny part of the story, and I was delighted for the fact that this breakthrough had occurred in the life of this father and this son. I'm not saying breakthrough like they had a terrible relationship. I don't know that to be true. But the father obviously was writing this to me and telling me that um, he wanted to encourage me in the things that I do with men, and so on. It's very sweet. Tragic that we lost this young man. Um, who, by the way, had not entered college yet. That that's, gives you some sense of his age. Um, but even in his last moments of life, he did a heroic thing. Well, the point that I want to make today, besides just challenging you and touching you with this story, um, is that I I don't I want those of you who are fathers, or frankly, those of you who are sons, to take seriously this idea of blessing and the conveying through generations of good intentions, good blessings, um, good good prayers, good hopes. Um, I believe the blessing is important. Uh, I, I believe that uh, for a father, if he can, if he bring himself to do it, to put his hands on his shoulders and say, I love you and I bless you. May good things come in your life. And then you list those things, maybe biblical things, again, in my Christian context, um, Things you sense, things that you see, strengths from the family line. You know, I've told you before that I don't come from a long line of Christian men in my family, uh, or, but I do come from a long line of valiant military leaders and and war heroes and so on. I want that, uh, those gifts, though, that valor, that courage, that wisdom, and in, in, in that that gifting in battle to continue down through the generations in my family line. I'm not, I'm not sure I want everything that was in my father or my grandfather um, to be to pass down through the family line. You know how that is. You cut some things off. You pass some things on. You, you, uh, you confirm what you see in that individual. I see such wisdom. I see such gifts. The way you treated your sister when she was sick shows a great gentleness and a great care. May that continue and expand in your life. You know, this kind of thing. Now, I know some men have a hard time talking to their sons at all about anything meaningful. If it's not joking and jock talk or, you know, in some cases, semi-drunken, you know, sports talk, they hardly know what to say. But I believe in this blessing. I believe this is important. I believe that men should look their sons, and by the way, their daughters in their eyes, but I'm going to talk about sons today just because that's that's the scope of what I'm about here. But I think this is important for daughters, too. I, I think that the conveying of that blessing, the involving of some other men, and if possible, um, the, the the taking some time to think this through a little bit, um, maybe doing it in in a, in a series, doing a, a number of them, doing them on important ca- occasions. The kid turns thirteen, the kid graduates from high school, the t- kid goes off to college, the kid's about to get married. You know, all those junctures. Maybe the kids just won a championship, or is going out for the final season, or whatever it is. 
there, there can be a series of, uh, of these blessings, but, but the blessing in total ought to be on that kid's life, and he ought to know that his father's blessed him. And by the way, if I'm talking to people who don't have fathers, that this doesn't get caught off cut off. Um, uncles can do it. Uh, friends, older friends can do it. Pastors can do it. Men from the community can be pulled together to do this. Um, many men don't have fathers or fathers who are active or willing to do this kind of thing. Fine. And I, I think I've told you before in this podcast that in my case, I had uh, as a father, a good man who was a high ranking military officer, but he was not very emotional. He was a bit stoic. He was not the kind of guy you went and said, would you please pray and seek God and bless me, you know, soon. So I blessed him. Uh, I think I've told you before that I wrote him a letter and said, Dad, uh, I, I know we're not, we're not super close and we're probably not going to be fishing buddies for the rest of our lives, but I want to tell you what I gained from you and how much I appreciate you and the fact that you were home every night and the fact that you set a valiant example in our family and the fact that you, you know, I never had to worry about the kind of things that some of my other friends had to worry about, about parents coming in drunk and being violent or being sexual or being, you know, immoral. You were a good father and you did this and you did that. You did this other thing. And my father wrote me and said, I, I've been weeping over what you sent. It was a real moment for us. But it also, in a sense, conveyed um, a blessing both ways. He then responded and said, you, you've been a good son and such and such and such and such, which, by the way, wasn't always true. But we were reaching for the higher, the better angels of each other's nature, as Lincoln said. So I, I, I want in this podcast to urge a sense of urgency. Um, the father who kindly wrote me was so grateful that he'd had this breakthrough with his son. And I mean literally with the last meeting was within hours of his son dying. Now, I'm not trying to do some manipulative thing and say, hey, your children might die, your dad might die. I mean, of course, we all know that's theoretically possible all the time, but I'm not trying to threaten you or put fear in your life. I do want to say, get after it. Get after these things. Uh, some of you are listening to this and you are you are fathers and your son's off at college or military or work or they're, who knows, 45 years old with a wife and kids somewhere. You can still do it. It's important to do it. I've known men in their 50s to have their lives changed by their father getting a deeper vision of what noble manhood is and blessing their sons. And by the way, blessing is not just one ceremony. It can, it's an ongoing you know, affirmation of what you see in your children, what you see in their lives, affirming the good, not just always smack talk and negative talk and, you know, reminding him of the stupid thing he did when he got arrested at 16 or that kind of thing. Let that stuff go by. Find the good stuff. Find the, find the, find the, find noble words. Use, use words of, of, of Kitchener if you have to, or, 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 or someone else. I mean, a, a great poet of some sort. Uh, Kipling or others. Uh, I, I read I read Lord Kitchener's writings, and and I love Kipling, Rudyard Kipling. And there are other poems, Robert Service, and others do this kind of thing. You don't have to use your own words. You can use the words of Scripture. You can use uh, the words of the Torah. You can use the words of uh, of a poet. But it would be great for you to use your own words and use words that circulate in your family and reach back in the family line and convey those strengths to the next generation. I think this has spiritual power. It definitely has psychological power. It's important. And I got to tell you, if you had read this letter that I received from this father who has lost his son, but who was not so much talking about the loss, he was talking about the great thing that happened just in the last days of his son's life. Because he had heard someone, he didn't even know, by the way, didn't know who I was, uh, teaching about the blessing. 
and and um, and that he had he had done it in some form. Get after it. If you're a son, go after your father. If you don't have a father active in your life or anywhere, any kind of father who can do that, pull some men together. Pull some men you respect. Get some men in your church or your religious organization or your, your community. Find some guys. Find some men in your family. Do it. Fathers, get after it. Pull down this generational disconnect, this stoicism where we can't speak meaningfully to our sons. I deal with men all the time who are suffering because fathers couldn't open their mouths and talk about sex or talk about morals or talk about ethics or talk about noble manhood or certainly bless their sons. So this is the message of this podcast. Get on it. And obviously, this is for daughters, too. Everything I've said just applies for daughters. But... But I'm, but I'm focusing on the sons because I'm looking at a generation of men who are walking without male examples in their fathers. They're walking without a heritage of noble manhood, and they're walking without the blessing. Let's change that and be the great men we're called to be. To join the Great Man community or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's two essential books for men, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men and Building Your Band of Brothers, as well as some other great resources for becoming a great man. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group production.